Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all see This is Santia Deck, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Hey, I'm Andy, and I started Harry's, the shaving company that's fixing shaving. Here's why some of our customers choose Harry's. The blades are about $2 each. I get a nice, clean shave every time. The blades stay sharp for plenty of shaves. Thanks, guys. And for everyone else, give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter easy at checkout. That's harrys.com, code easy. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that under-deliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure, just support from the Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that under-deliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. everybody, I'm Ed Robinson, and welcome to another exciting edition of The Robinson Show. On the program, I have him back on, co-host of The Morning Grind with Shay and Shine from Hot 103 Jam, KPRS-FM in Kansas City, Missouri, Brian B. Shining. He talks about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, what the Super Bowl, what winning the Super Bowl meant for Kansas City and the state of Missouri, and also we'll ask him about the championship parade and rally. That's all coming up after the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Robinson Show. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that under-deliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, 
Taste you love. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure, just support from the Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. She gonna get it, Daddy? She'll get it. Get it. Get it. When you bring home a Goodwill find, you give your whole town a reason to celebrate because you're also funding local job training and placement programs in tech, healthcare, and more. Goodwill. Bring good home. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure. Just support from the Haverty Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure. Just support from the Haverty Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure, just support from the Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. Mahomes looking to flip, takes it in for the touchdown. against Richard Sherman. Mahomes throws, pass, caught, Williams, touchdown! Kansas City jumps on top. But how many players have come and gone? Great players, great coaches for the Chiefs that have not been able to taste this moment. This is picked. Kendall Fuller up to get it. And that will end this game with under a minute to go. All right, everybody, welcome back to the program. And you heard some of the highlights that's courtesy of Fox Sports, of Fox Curtis, the audio's courtesy of Fox Sports and Super Bowl 54. And I have him back on the program, a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan and the co-host of the Morning Grind with Shea and Shine on Hot 103 Jam. KPRSF in the Kansas City, Missouri. Brian B. Shine and Brian, welcome back to the program. Hey man, thank you for having me on. Um, let me uh, add, beg your pardon for my voice. It's still a little uh, uh, suspect because of the activities that went on Sunday. So yeah, Chiefs <laughs> came and we did it. 
I understand, man. I I understand. Trust me, I was following you on some of the social media platforms, so I definitely understand. And again, congratulations to your team and to your city on winning your first title in 50 years. So let's jump to the chase, Brian. The last time we had you on the program, you said that you you had no plans of going to Miami to watch the game. You said you were going to watch the Super Bowl in Kansas City. You were going to stay at home in KC. Tell our audience, where did you watch the game and what was the atmosphere like? Well, um, since this Super Bowl is very personal to me because not only it would be the first one that I would see and live in color, but because my older brother was is a 49ers fan, um, I watched it in the comforts of my own home, in my own front room. Um, so, and it was just me. Um, I had a couple uncles. I had my older brother and my younger brother. Um, and then I had my uh, my sister and my nephew. My nephew was important. I wanted him to be there because I wanted to um, share that moment with him, you know, as if I I shared so many special peace memories with my father. Um, so, yeah, this was very personal for me. It was, it was um, you know, it was family business, to say the least. All right, indeed, it was a family business. And, you, again, you talked about just how important the fan base is in Kansas City. We're going to talk more about the Hunt family in just a little bit. But, Brian, I've got to ask you, the Chiefs were – it was tied at 10 going into halftime. When you saw how close the game was going into halftime, what thoughts were running through your mind? Um, well, I kind of expected it to be close throughout the game. I really didn't think, you know, we were going to blow them out or they were going to blow us out. So it was kind of, you know, my expectations. Now, what I was thinking going forward was, you know, the 49ers defensive line was so ferocious. They were getting after Pat. And that was the thing that was the kryptonite for Tom Brady when he was in the Super Bowls that he lost. That the Giants, the two times that they lost to them, and the Eagles, the one time that they lost to them, the one thing that they had in common was a mean pass rush that really got to the quarterback and affected the play. And they were, and the 49ers were doing that. You know, Nick Bosa was was causing havoc, and he was owning our left tackle, Eric Fisher. You know, Eric Fisher, he got his too sometimes as well. But Nick Bosa was really impacting our game plan. We 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 couldn't um, develop our routes because there simply just wasn't enough time for Pat to to read the field and diagnose the play. Um, not only that, you know, when things have broken down in the past, Pat was able to really get outside the pocket and make a play. And the 49ers weren't weren't allowing that. You know, with Buckner and Boston, you know, D4, he really wasn't effective because Mitchell Schwartz really held him in check, which is our right tackle. Um, But, you know, it was was one and lost to the trenches because I knew that eventually they would get tired of trying to chase that around. And offensive line, I knew they would hold up for a few plays. I was just really hopeful for that going into halftime. 
Yeah, and definitely um, Chiefs fans remain hopeful. And we talk about, uh, Brian, we talk about how football is a game of emotion and it's also a game of momentum changes and also it's a tale of two halves. And the first half was pretty much even, even, but once the second, the beginning of the second half, the 49ers had their way for a minute. But, of course, towards the end of the game, the, the last seven minutes of the fourth quarter, Patrick Mahomes worked at Mahomes' magic, and he made that key throw to – Tyreek Hill, and then after that, once they got in the red zone, Damian Williams was was able to. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the play before that, Travis Kelsey got the touchdown, and then after that, when the Chiefs got back in the red zone, Damian Williams got the touchdown to give the Chiefs the lead, 24-20, late in the fourth quarter. What came to your mind when Kelsey and Williams both got those touchdowns? Um, I didn't think we had it in the bag, um, yet. You know, I was still cautiously optimistic, um, because, you know, we've been through so many comeback losses. We've been on the other side of it so many times in the playoffs. And here we are in the ultimate game, Super Bowl, and we just went up, um, I was cautious, cautiously optimistic because cautious because of what I just said with the playoff losses that we've had, but optimistic because I knew we had them right where we wanted them after we got those scores because they could no longer use their strength on offense, which is running the ball and mauling teams. Um, so I knew that we had neutralized their running game at that point. And they show some cracks in the armor on their on their uh, offense in that uh, in that fourth quarter because we were starting our pass rush was starting to affect Jimmy G whenever they threw the ball because for the most part we did a good job against their run game they weren't really able to to get that going besides with Debo Samuels and the, and the trick plays that they were having um, but Chris Jones was starting to impact the game. On the inside, tipping balls, pressuring Jimmy G up the middle, and and uh, Frank Clark was starting to get his motor going as well on the outside. And another thing I noticed in the fourth quarter was Steve Spagnuolo was really dialing dialing up some blitzes, and I thought our defensive backs were um, they were they were just great the whole game. I was I thought because you know those. 49ers have a talented wide receiver group. And for the most part, Charverius Ward and Bashar Breeland um, and Lenny Badger, they were they were able to hold them in check for the most part. You know, George Kittle, he made a couple plays. Kyle Hughes, check, he made a couple plays. But, um, you know, Debo Samuels and, and um, Emmanuel Sanders, they really didn't kill us, you know, Um so, you know, I, I didn't think we had it in the bag yet, but I knew that, you know, we were on to something. Yeah, indeed, the Chiefs were definitely on to something because once the momentum shifted after Damian Williams got scored the, the touchdown reception from Patrick Mahomes, it was 24-20. And about a minute and some change left in the contest, Jimmy Garoppolo's pass was intercepted by cornerback Kendall Fuller. And after Fuller got the interception, the exclamation point was 
put at the end of the sentence when Damian Williams scored the touchdown to basically end the, end the game and the Chiefs wind up winning the title. So after Williams got, gets the touchdown and Fuller gets the interception to cap off the win, what what's going on in, in the world of Brian B. Shining? Man, I, I'm going to be 100% transparent with you and your listeners, but the fourth quarter was emotional for me. It was. I was... I was um, I was I was crying almost all fourth quarter, you know, not like sobbing, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, ten tissues crying, but I was I was crying, you know, straight up, just because I felt it was happening, and I was just, you know, I was there with my family, and I was just thinking about my father, so. Um, I mean, that was just, that was it for me, just very emotional, uh, very happy, um, but also thinking about my father, you know, like I said in the, in our previous interview, football is like family, and that is the way that me and my family got together. Those are some of my most happiest memories is watching Chiefs games with my father and my brother my little brother. So um, that that was just all that was going through my head, was just thinking about all those happy times and times of triumph um, over over the years with, with, the, with the Chiefs games um, that I've experienced with my family. You know, different people have different things that they're emotional about, whether it's arts and crafts or whether it's, um, you know, politics or, Whatever it is that, that 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 brings you happy memories or something that you're passionate about, this is something that I was passionate about. You know, that's really high on a priority of life in my world. So just very emotional, man. Yeah, absolutely. And indeed, it was a. I could feel your emotion in your voice right now, as well as a lot of people in Kansas City, in the surrounding areas, and just Chiefs fans worldwide that really had to wait 50 years. But it was definitely definitely worth the wait of the Kansas City Chiefs win Super Bowl 54, beating the San Francisco 49ers 31-20. to Now, Super Bowl MVP went to quarterback Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick was deserving of it, but I don't know. I thought, I thought Damian Williams was the game changer in this game. I, I thought – he should have been awarded the MVP, but I don't know. That's that's neither here nor there. But were you uh, satisfied with who won the MVP? Well, yeah, and you know going into football, if you watch it and you know it, you already know that the quarterback already has, a, you know, a, a, a two-lap advantage when it comes to winning the MVP. They're, they're always going to be favored to win it um, because, you know, they want to push the agenda of the quarterback. You know, that's the number one um, thing of the league. You know, and that's why we've always struggled for these many years that we, um, you know, have gone without getting to a Super Bowl because we didn't have a legit starting quarterback or we got somebody else's quarterback. So they always are going to have a lead when it comes to, to the MVP. Oh, now, to justify Pat winning it besides that, I will say that, he didn't have a good game the first three quarters. You know, he was he was just uh, – he, he just couldn't get it going. 
but Pat got us to the point to where we were a- we were able to come back. You know, the past the key the key uh play of the game was, as you mentioned earlier, was the pass of Tyreek Hill in that third and fifteen or however long it was. That was the key to the game because the game totally shifted after that. Everything shifted. You know, the throw to, to Travis Kelsey for the touchdown. And yes he did, he threw it to Williams and then Williams you know, got the exclamation point on that last touchdown. But we wouldn't even have made it to that point to where Damian Williams could rush it in without Pat making a lot of those plays. It was a lot of, you know, and it's a lot of little small plays, too, that was made on key second and moments. I remember it was like a second and 19 or something where Pat scrambled. He scrambled up the middle, and it was two guys, I think 56, Alexander. I think he was trying to tackle Pat from behind. But Pat broke his tackle and proceeded to run up about seven more yards, which was a gain of like um, twelve or thirteen to set up a third and third and like six or third and seven or something like that. So it was just those type of little key plays that really got us in position to, to even to even um, be in a position to win. So I, I you know, it, I wouldn't have been mad if if, if Damian Williams had got the MVP. But I, I I could totally understand both. Yeah, that, I, I I get what you're saying right there. That third and fifteen with Mahomes connected with Tyreek, that definitely was a momentum change, momentum shift in the game, and then that turned the tide, and that's how Kansas City was able to get the score and then get to get two more scores off of that drive and help him win the game. So again, Patrick Mahomes was voted. MVP of Super Bowl 54. Now, Brian, I want you to stay on because when we come back from break, I want to just get uh, – we go over some briefly over the stats, and then I also want to discuss um, how winning the Super Bowl uh, means to Kansas City and the community in the surrounding area. So just hang on tight. I've got Brian B. Shining, co-host of The Morning Grind with Shay and Shine on Hot 103 Jams, KPRS-FM in Kansas City, Missouri. When we come back from the break, I'll ask Brian those things. But first, here's a highlight from the Super Bowl, courtesy of Fox Sports. Here's here's Damian Williams scoring the touchdown pass from Patrick Mahomes. We'll be right back. He's working against Richard Sherman. Mahomes throws, pass, caught. Williams, touchdown. Kansas City jumps on top. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure, just support from the Haverty Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that under-deliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax, limited time offer, prices may vary for delivery. When it comes to our children and families, we do everything we can to play it safe. Did you know... The single best way to help safeguard from flu and reduce the spread of the flu virus is through annual vaccination. 
Families Fighting Flu is devoted to protecting your family against a serious and potentially deadly disease. Our commitment comes from our organization's personal experiences. I lost my five-year-old healthy son, Joseph, to the flu. The flu poses a serious risk to everyone, from the young to the elderly. But we know that flu vaccines can save lives. Increasing the number of flu vaccinations by just 5% could prevent nearly 800,000 illnesses and 10,000 hospitalizations. Help keep your family and your community safe. Together, we can fight the flu. Get yourself and your family vaccinated this year and every year. For facts and tools, visit FamiliesFightingFlu.org. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure, just support from the Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. For a second, uh, you waited, you're 24, you're a Super Bowl champ. Kansas City's waited 50 years. Must have felt like 100 for you. Love you too, man. That's all. This is what it's all about. What a great team, great coaches. Appreciate every bit of it. And, and, and let me just ask you, at age 24, to be a Super Bowl champ, you two have a unique relationship. When you're when you're down with nine minutes to go, down ten. I mean, you, again, double-digit comeback. What's magical about you guys working together? Yeah, I mean, we never lost faith. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, everybody on this team, no one had their head down, and we believed in each other, and, that, and that's what we preached all year long. And we got this guy right here to get us here, and, and we found a way to get it in the end. Yeah, and the hurry-up offense, was that your idea or his to go to that at that point? I know the score was one thing, but, boy, things clicked. You're down by a couple scores, you got to jump in it. So. Yeah, we had we had to jump in it, like you said, and uh, defense got some big stops for us, and uh, we, we found a way to win it in the end. Yeah, and Patrick, you had to overcome after not having any interceptions in your postseason. I mean, you, you took over and bounced back from that. Yeah, 
I mean, Coach Reed told me out there, both of them, to keep firing, keep believing in your eyes, keep throwing it. And uh, he gives me the, the confidence to go out there no matter what I do, and uh, it, it, we worked out well in the end. We saw a lot of emotion from you throughout the game, and you were very calm, but now you could afford to be emotional. Well, I'm, yeah, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. My heart's racing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting older, man. I can't let it race too right, fast. And your better half, Tammy, and yeah. forgive me, Mrs. Yeah. Right yeah. All right. He's been okay through this? He has been calm as a cucumber. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. Good luck to you, sir. He's just like it's another day. I'll let you, I'll let you get up this. Congratulations. Right, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. Those comments that you heard were courtesy of Fox Sports and Chris Myers conducted the interview with Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes on the win of, at the Super Bowl 54. And we have Brian B. Shining back on the program, who's the co-host of The Morning Grind with Shay and Shine on Hot 103 Jams, KPRS-FM in Kansas City, Missouri. So now, Brian, we heard the comments from both Coach Reid and Patrick Mahomes. They said, as, as you said, it was an emotional win for them. They had to wait 50 years for this. And, of course, last year, losing in the AFC championship to the New England Patriots. I, I, again, a lot of emotions coming off from this. Just um, what do you take from what Coach Reed and Patrick have to say? I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, uh, I couldn't imagine what it was like in their perspective, you know, you got the weight of the world on, on your shoulders from Kansas city. You, 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 you're not only thinking about the city, but your, your own personal goals, you know, always growing up dreaming about being in the Super Bowl, being a Super Bowl champion. And then coach Andy Reed, you know, think about his perspective, all of his NFL career, you know, people have been saying that, oh, he can't win the big one. Oh, if you only win the big one, then, you know, then you can get in Canton. Not even now you can't get, it, get in Canton, you know, in the Hall of Fame. So I feel like they had a lot to lose because if Patrick Mahomes had lost the game, they would they would be calling him Dan Marino instead of a young phenom. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being Dan Marino. He's a Hall of Famer. He was on the NFL 100 team. But the thing, the narrative with Dan Marino, his whole career was he couldn't win the big one. So it was just a lot of pressure and a lot of emotion and couldn't be happier to have that coach and quarterback combination on my team. All right, and um, speaking of a great combination and a great teamwork, defensively the Chiefs played really well in this game. Brian, I – I expected this game to be high scoring, but I didn't expect the Chiefs defense to only allow 20 points. I mean, I'm looking at some of the stats right here. Bashad Breeland and Kendall Fuller both had interceptions, but Bashad Breeland was the team's leading tackler with six tackles. But as you mentioned, Frank Clark, uh, Frank Clark had a sack in this game. He proved to be dominant. And uh, how about Daniel Sorison and uh, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, both had four tackles. Overall, how would you grade the Chiefs' defense uh, performance in this game? Um, I would give them between an A minus and a B plus. Um, leaning towards more A minus, and I'll I'll go with the A minus because 
I thought we did a great job against that run game. 49ers can run it down your throat. All right, let's just, let's just be honest about it. That's what they've done this year. They did it to the Packers in the NFC Championship game. They did it to the Vikings in the divisional round. They've been doing it all year with those fantastic running backs they have in, in the zone run scheme that, you know, that's a part of the Shanahan family playbook that us Chiefs fans are all too familiar with dating back to to, um, to Mike Shanahan when he was coaching the Broncos with Terrell Davis and Elway and Greasy and, and Shannon Sharp. So we're familiar with that run game here in Kansas City and, and how they do things. But I thought that our defense did a great job of neutralizing that. And I thought um, the 49ers came out and and they and they showed their hand a little early with trick plays. They did a lot of trick plays the first the first couple drives of the game, and you know we were able to take a, a couple of punches and 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 regather ourselves on defense. They weren't able to eat the clock up. Um, George Kittle he was effective, but not um, he he wasn't dominant. He wasn't his all pro self. He wasn't justified in my opinion to have that first-team all-pro over Travis Kelsey. You know, they're speedy receivers. They have a talented receiver group, like I mentioned earlier. And I thought our our, um, our defensive backs really came to play. Honey Badger was coming up on, on um, run support a lot. And Daniel Sorensen, whether he was, you know, guarding Kittle or, or, or coming up and helping for run support as well. I just thought overall, you know, I thought our linebackers didn't have the greatest game because there was some spots in there where they were getting caught up in the trash in that zone run scheme, and they couldn't um, meet the running back on the edge to make the play. But regardless, our D-line eight um, and, and, and our defensive backs really were, were on their A game, and I thought they deserved to get an A-minus. All right, let's okay, Brian. Let's move on now to what this win means for not only Kansas City but the state of Missouri and the surrounding areas. Again, it's been uh, 50 years since Kansas City won their last Super Bowl, and now this is definitely a monumental achievement, not just for Kansas City but just the whole region in general. Can you just kind of describe to our audience just like the significance of the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and what that means for the surrounding areas? Well, if you um if you do your research on the Chiefs and you go back to nineteen sixty three when Lamar Hunt moved the Dallas Texans to Kansas City to become the Chiefs, he wanted to market the team as Mid America's team, not just Kansas City's team. And if you look back at the logo that we had, Besides our main logo with the chief with the um with the KC inside of the arrowhead, but there was an old logo that is not politically correct because there is a Native American mascot on it. But with that Native American mascot, he's running over Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, um, Nebraska, Iowa. So I think Arkansas too. But the point is, we are Mid-America's team. All of those states, we have fans in all of those states. You know, we're competing, of course, with the Cowboys, and we're competing with um, 
Minnesota up north and, you know, Chicago to the east of us. But I believe that Kansas City has a strong fan base in mid-America and in the Midwest. Uh, we, we are the Midwest's team. And it means the world, specifically down, let's go back to Kansas City. It means the world for us here, man. You know, a championship can do wonders for your city. We experienced it with the 2015 Royals. We did. And, you know, it really boosted the morale. You got a little pep in your step when you're walking down the street to know that your that your that your city has a championship, and it's it's, it's something to experience, man. It, it just you know think about the money that's going to come into our city, that's going to infuse our city. You know, um, it it it, just, it it means everything to us. And then think about the people who we've been waiting all of our lives, like literally waiting all of our lives to go through so much heartbreak. And now to have the the sweet taste of victory is an unbelievable feeling, man. Indeed it is. And indeed it is an unbelievable feeling. Anytime any team wins a championship, and it, like, as you mentioned in the last interview that you were on, it boosts the morale and definitely economically you feel the impact as well. So, Speaking of an impact and feeling an impact, uh, the celebration's going to roll on because you guys are getting ready for a big championship parade and a rally. Just tell our audience just a little bit about how the parade and rally is going to work and how long the route is going to be and where they're going to be rolling, uh, where it's going to roll. Well, I had the opportunity to interview our um, our great mayor, Mayor Quinn Lucas. He's mayor of Kansas City. And um, I got to interview him on my morning show today, and he broke the parade down for us. And um, it's going to start on 6th Street uh, downtown, and it will travel through um, Grand Boulevard, um, which will then um, end the, the, the it will end the uh, the parade will end on uh, at Union Station, which was, which is on about uh, 23rd or 24th Street. So it's going to be a long, long, long parade, man. It's going to be, let's say, I think they're saying 1.2 million people they're expecting because they said it was estimated that um, about 900,000 to a million people were there for the Royals. And even back then, we were talking about, man, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, this is going to double. I really think it's going to double. I think literally it might be 2 million people down there. And because if you go back and, and look at the ratings for the Super Bowl, here in Kansas City, in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, the Super Bowl got um, it was like a, a 65 percent. Um, I can't remember uh, the term of it, but, but the share, or it, yeah, it had a 60, it had like a 65 percent rating, but the share in Kansas City during that fourth quarter was a 97 percent share. That means that 97% of the people in Kansas City were watching the Super Bowl. I don't know what those other 3% were doing, but 97% were watching the Super Bowl. And and if you know anything about ratings and TV and radio and stuff, that is huge to have. Like, that, that is gigantic. That That's something unheard of to have a 97 shit. So I, I think, I really do think it, it might be 2 million people at the parade. People are already camping out right now for the parade. 
because they knew what it was like when the Royals won with, with our parade then, and it's going to be bonkers tomorrow. Wow, I can only imagine that. I wanted to, I want to continue just on with the celebration for a moment. You mentioned uh, how many people are expected to attend. I know that that Kansas City is a football town, and certainly when the Royals won the title in 2015, that was a, a lot of people that that showed up. But do you, um, uh, is, have Kansas is Kansas City police and other services are they prepared to handle the crowds for the parade and the rally? Well, <laughs> I certainly hope they are, because if not, they're going to have a long day, because um, people are going to be riled up. School, schools are being canceled. There's a lot of school district canceling. Um, work, a lot of jobs are going to be canceling. Um, so, but I have I have faith in our <laughs> police department and random area security staff that we here in that we have here in Kansas City. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're up to the task. You know, they've been they they've been talking about this too. They know what's going on. You know, they know that you know how how big this is for the city, and and they know how many people are going to be down there based off you know the Royals uh, parade that went down in 2015. Okay, I want to ask you now about the the weather situation. I was seeing a couple of the weather updates that it said that it's expected to snow at the start of the parade. I know that they said that regardless of the weather, the parade is going to still go on as planned. Our uh, Kansas City, uh, I guess, the emergency, emergency teams, have, are, are, are they prepared to um, make way clear the snow in the, in the event if it gets heavier? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm most certain they are. And if not, you know, we'll be fine. You know, we, we, we've been through many snowstorms. But let me give you another weather update as well. During the Super Bowl in Miami, I think it was like 69 degrees or 68 degrees, like upper 60s. In Kansas City on the Super Bowl, it was 62 degrees here. So you oh, know, wow. be, and when it, and yeah, no, it was it was 62 here on on that Sunday. It was the sun was shining. It was a it was a nice spring day here. Um, but if you want to wait, if you want if you want the weather to change here in Kansas City, all you gotta do is wait five minutes, and it will change. <laughs> And that's just what happened because today it was in the lower 30s and we had snow. It was a little bit of snow. It wasn't a bunch. But I know the forecast is expecting to have, um, I think, two to three inches of snow tomorrow. But regardless, we're we're Midwesterners. We know how to navigate through this stuff. We're used to being cold in the wintertime. This will be no issue for us, trust me. Yeah, indeed, it won't be an issue for you guys. And uh, I got to ask you before we let you go, Brian, when the game ended, did you have an opportunity to navigate to the Power and Light District? Because I was hearing stories that they said that people were um, watching the game at KC Live at, in the uh, P&L in the Power and Light District. Did you ever have the chance to get to the district, or did you have a chance to go kind of circle around downtown, or did you just kind of stay at home and just celebrate with your family? Well, I'll tell you this. On Friday, we had a um, we had a pep rally at at, at the uh, Power and Light District, and I was able to um, be there for that. And I was on stage, and um, it was it was packed in. It was the way you saw it on TV during the Super Bowl. That's how it was for the pep rally on Friday. It was so loud. It was so many people there. I, I wouldn't even give you a I couldn't give you a fair estimation on how many people it was. But if I did have to guess, I think maybe 10,000 people maybe 
Um, but it was it was packed. And then to answer the, the the other part of your question, after after we won the Super Bowl, um, I, I went ahead. Me and my brother, we went out to Westport because this is the reason why I wanted to be home and I didn't go to Miami was because of for that. I wanted to experience the win and then celebrate with my city. So we went to Westport and, you know, it was people where everybody was jovial, everybody was happy. We all kind of felt the same. You know, we were relieved and excited and emotional. So um, we went to Westport and then um, I had some friends down there as well. We kind of branched off and we took an Uber to um, – we took an Uber to downtown. Now, I couldn't quite infiltrate Power and Light um, because it was so packed and people were driving all over downtown. And, you know, there were lines everywhere, people honking horns, you know, uh, very jovial. Um, but I didn't make it to Power and Light because I couldn't, I just couldn't simply get in there. Um, so, but I did go downtown into West Fort. Man, it was it was exciting, man. What a time to be alive. I hear that indeed. What a time to be alive. And a great job is all. Great job again, Brian. And just, again, tell our audience just about what you do on as co-host of The Morning Grind with Shay and Shine on Hot 103 Jams in Kansas City. And man, we are the number one morning show in Kansas City. Um, check us out if you're not in Kansas City. You can listen to us on kprs.com. Um, you can listen live. We're from 5:30 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, and you know we we super serve Kansas City. Anything Kansas City, that's what we're talking about on the morning ground with Shay and Sean. Of course, we hit some national, uh, you know, things as well. But for the most part, we are live. We local and we are lit. And we are Kansas City's number one radio station. I would have three jams. And you heard it from him. He's Brian B. Shining, co-host of The Morning Grind with Shay and Shine on Hot One Three Jams, KPRS-FM in Kansas City, Missouri. You can listen to them on the web at kprs.com. And the show is on Monday through Friday from 5.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. And, Brian, again, thank you so much for being on the program. And we've got to get you back on to talk about the aftermath of the parade and the rally and things of that nature. And, and of course, Chiefs Kingdom going crazy. So, again, Thank you once again for taking time out of your busy schedule. If you want to come back on, feel free to let us know. It's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for having me, man. All right, no problem. And that's going to do it for this week's edition of The Robinson Show. I'm your, I'm your host, Ed Robinson. And remember, put God first in everything you do, and you can't go wrong. Until next time, stick to the script. I'm out. Peace. And we'll leave you with some highlights from the Kansas City Chiefs winning Super Bowl 54. So long, everyone. And the flip takes it in for the touchdown. Down, first and goal, pass, open, touchdown. Kelsey, Chiefs are back in it. He's working against Richard Sherman. Mahomes throws, pass, caught, Williams, touchdown. Kansas City jumps on top.
But how many players have come and gone? Great players, great coaches for the Chiefs that have not been able to taste this moment. This is picked. Kendall Fuller up to get it. And that will end this game with under a minute to go. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure, just support from the Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure. Just support from the Haverty Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax, limited time offer, prices may vary for delivery. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that under-deliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax, limited time offer, prices may vary for delivery. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. <laughs> 